0: If you're in a situation today that you don't know what to do, I'm going to tell you something. He'll be God from the beginning of that situation and he'll be God at the end of that situation. He's just God. And he holds it all in his hand. There's no season even going on in this world where it's a dark time. But you know what? He he holds the dark seasons. He calls for light out of the darkness because he is the light that's in the darkness. (laughs) He's got it all under his control. I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to walk with him and let him be God all by himself. There's somebody here that needs that this morning. He's God all by himself. Aren't you thankful? You can be seated in the presence of the Lord today. Before I bring Chris to the pulpit, there's something I want you to know. Last Sunday morning, I told you that if we end 2023 in the same place that we ended in 2022, that we, have, that we have not maintained, we have regressed. That we have to go forward. Yes? Hello? When I got to the Acts 64 conference this week, the first service, the speaker opened up telling us that we can't stay here. We can't stay where we're at. That we have to go forward. We can't stay here. And all throughout the week, oh wow, it was, like, it was like heaven on earth this week, just to tell you. All through the week, it was God has us at a time, and then we can't stay where we're at and then we're gonna come on the other side and it'll be more than it is today. Listen, it's gonna be more than it is today. There's something I want you to know before, because I needed to know it, so I think you need to know it. Sometimes you get discouraged. You ever been discouraged? I don't spend a lot of time in discouragement, but it, it, it touches my door every now and then. You know what I thought, we're, we're really in kind of a dry place. I'll tell you that God's a God of a dry place. I'm talking about personally. But when I got to Texarkana, there's about 1,200 pastors, something like that, everywhere I went, people began to come up to me from behind and everywhere else and would grab my elbow and say, Pastor J.R. Armstrong, you don't know me, but we watch Mag Church. all over the nation every day all day people would stop me and say jr pastor jr i'd like to introduce myself and we watch mag church well very very well-known pastors jr i watch you don't stop Amen. Amen. young couples that say we come into ministry late we don't know what to do but we've been watching you and we've been encouraged to go on all over the nation. So just in case you ever think that Mag Church is not touching anyone. We can't quit. We can't stop. And the best is yet to come. Listen, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Keep praying. Keep being faithful. The best is yet to come. This morning it is my pleasure to bring to Mauriceville Assembly of God Pastor Christian Asando. You know him even though you haven't met him because he has been facilitating the work of Oasis International, the things that Mag Church is so heavily involved in in Ghana and West Africa. Pastor Christian has been the facilitator on the other side that helps us get these churches built and find these pastors to go to Bible school. He's the one. He was, until he went out, he left office last year. He was the regional superintendent in Ghana. We would call that the district superintendent. So it was Superintendent Christian Asando today. It's my pleasure to introduce to you my friend and pastor of Emmanuel Assembly of God, a little little church in Swedru, Ghana of about 1,000 people. Welcome today to the to MAG Church. Welcome him if you would, Pastor Christian Asando. Welcome him. We love you.
1: Praise the Lord. I'm short of words. Yeah. But before I go on, let me express my appreciation to your pastor. He's a very dear friend and brother, and to Heather, a mother, a real mother indeed. Please help me appreciate him. Thank you. As he rightly said, we are on the other side of the same fate, working for the kingdom of God. It's not easy out there, and sometimes you struggle to build the church. But to find friends and supporters like Mark Church is a gift from God and we appreciate you so well. I am personally a beneficiary of uh, whatever Oasis is doing and what Mark Church is supporting Oasis to do. Because at a point in time I needed to continue my Bible school education but I had no I, I didn't have the financial support to go to school until Oasis came by and gave me the support and that is how come I'm even standing before you Yes. When we started our church, we started our church in a kiosk. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Until Oasis came by, and built us a tabernacle, and that is how the church began to grow. And today we've turned the tabernacle down and built a facility that is taking about thousand five hundred people at a time. But it's all because they supported the work. <clears throat> and the ministry is impacting many lives. Pastors are going to Bible school. Churches are being built. Because it's amazing. Uh, the other day, we passed by uh, a shop. It's a McDonald's. And I was told it was built in six weeks. And I was like, How? How can you build in six weeks? Because we don't build in one year. <laughs> no way. We, no, we, that, that would be a miracle. Because even when we tore down the tabernacle and we said we we're going to build the house that will seat 1,500. We have come 12 years down the line and we have not finished. Because it's not easy to find the means to build. But we are so grateful to Mark Church and to OASIS ministry for for the wonderful support that they are giving us, building churches. Already, we have built about 80 churches. And the good news is that once a church, tabernacle is put there, people begin to come in. Because if you don't have a building, people might think they are not in to stay. But once a building is set up, they know that the church is in to stay and people will now move in. And that is how you are impacting the work back home in Ghana, in West Africa. And so I'm, 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 I'm so privileged to be here and to be looking at your faces, all right, because we always had received support from you, uh, but we don't see the faces. But today I'm here to see your faces and to express our deepest appreciation to all of you for the wonderful support you have given us your pastor comes around uh, and sometimes he leaves as a Ghanaian because he doesn't care about the dust he doesn't care about the heat he doesn't care about any of these things he fits in there because he knows that he has come to serve the lord and we are so grateful and thankful for his life and for Heather. Heather comes and embraces all the little boys and girls in the orphanage and the joy. And the joy. And I could see a real mother and a sister. And let's say thank you very much for coming our way to support us. Amen. Thank you. So I will encourage you to continue to support this good cause because it's really building the church in Africa. And we are grateful that at such a time like this, the Lord is using you to help build the churches in Ghana and send people to the Bible school and support the orphanages and all of that. We are so grateful to you. Amen. This morning I'm here and uh, I love to be here to share the word of God with you. Shall we take our Bibles? And uh, let's turn to Romans chapter 8. going to read a very long passage very long one but i'm going to be brief on it romans chapter 8 i'm reading from verse 12 to 30 i read so then Brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. in order that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruit of the Spirit, groan inwardly, as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons the redemption of our bodies for in this hope we were saved now hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what is seen but if we hope for what we do not see we wait for it patiently likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. In order that we might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Amen. Father, I pray this morning... And thank you for the reading of your word. Pray that God, your Holy Spirit, will take over in its explanation. May you oh God give us a receptive heart to receive your word as it is. Bless us. Thank you in Jesus name. Amen. I have come to encourage you. At a time that many are leaving the church. Many Christians are leaving the church. Churches are shutting down. Pastors are resigning. The Bible is being trampled upon. Everything about the church is under some kind of attack. But you are here. You have not left. And that is why I'm here to encourage you. First of all, let me congratulate you. And encourage you. Who have made a vow. And fighting. To keep in step with the spirit. And not give in to the desires of a flesh. Congratulations. You who are going through suffering and afflictions and yet you are holding fast to the faith and you keep fighting. Keep it up. Victory is on the way. And you who are being mocked as unprogressive, being ridiculed, a bigot, and weird because of your Christian values. You are being persecuted for standing for righteousness. And following and not following in the mainstream of popular culture. Do not turn away from your faith. Don't. Keep your confession. Keep your faith. God is on your side. Every one of you who is here today and struggling and fighting and in pain, and it seems that even the Lord might have forgotten about you, I've come to encourage you. You are still in His will, and you are still in His plan, and He will reveal Himself faithful. I've come to encourage you to fight the good fight of faith. I've come to encourage you to run the race. I've come to encourage you to keep the faith because your end is worth the endurance. Your end is worth every endurance that you are going through. So keep it up and don't give up. Because the end of a matter is better than the beginning. Our end is glorious. And it's going to be glorious. Keep your focus at the end. And not the now. If you look at the now, you might quit. But if you look at the end, then you may persevere. And get through. And so, I'm telling you this morning, your end is worth your endurance. Amen. What is your end for which you have to endure? What is that end that we are talking about for which you have to endure? Hallelujah. The Bible says that you have a glorious end, and your current suffering will pale out as nothing in comparison. Let's let's read. Verses 18 and 19 of the passage that I read. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation was subject to futility. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. And then it goes on in 28 to 30. It says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. In order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Your end is going to be glorious. If I may put it in a very simple, very thought-provoking way, you are going to end up as God. The Bible says that you are being molded and shaped to conform to the image of of Christ that is your end that is my end and for this end I will, I will do everything to attain it it doesn't matter the troubles the challenges the pain and whatever God's eternal plan is to make you look like his son Jesus. It is not just something that you are copying. That will be your reality. You see, when we began, when when we became Christians, the process of transformation began. and we were regenerated and we were renewed amen moving on we are being transformed from one glory to another as paul said it in second corinthians chapter 2 verse 18 and interestingly john says that one day when jesus appears we will be like him me i'll be like jesus Ah, i really want to be like jesus me one day what is left of my sinful behavior, will be taken away. I'll be like Jesus. I will live a life of truth. And I can no longer lie. If today, I'm fighting myself not to lie, but my flesh wants to lie, and I'm still fighting, keep up the fight, because one day, You will not be a liar. You will be like Jesus. And tell the truth always. Keep it a fight. One day. I will live a pure. Holy life. I will love my neighbor. Unconditionally. Regardless of his race. Of his color. Of his gender. I will love. I will love like Jesus. That is my end. And I want this end. To the point that I can love. And love you unconditionally. It doesn't matter what you have done. That is my end. I will love God and obey him. Without reservation. One day, my pride will be taken away. My boastfulness will be taken away. And I will be a humble person. One day, I will stop stealing. On that day, my dishonesty will be taken away. My end will be that immorality will be taken off. Lastfulness will be dealt with. Hostility, contentiousness, covetousness, hatefulness, selfishness, envy, and jealousy will all be dealt with. That will be my end. One day, When the Lord had completed his work, it doesn't matter whoever hurt me, I will forgive. Hallelujah. I will not be a slanderous person, malicious, gossip, wicked, controversial of sort of evil, insolent or arrogant. I will not be senseless, ruthless, or heartless. I will be like Christ my end will be like christ and i love to be like christ for this reason i will endure hallelujah i'll be holy i'll be sinless i'll be blameless that is my end I will love, be at peace with all people, live in joy, be kind and good to all, faithful and gentle in all my dealings. I'll be like Christ. For this reason, I will endure. I will endure every pain, every head, and every suffering. That I go through as a Christian because I'm looking at my end. Hallelujah. You know, sin altered my spiritual DNA and made me broken, corrupt, wounded, and depraved. But Christ came that I may be wholly restored. And in that restoration every part of my corporal body will be redeemed. That is also my end. That is also my end. Paul said it in verse 23. He said, And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruit of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption of sons, the redemption of our bodies so yes i will look like christ but my body will also be redeemed maybe you are struggling with cancer don't let that sickness Make you leave the Lord. No. No. Don't let any pain. That you are feeling in this body. As you sit here. Cause you. To leave the faith. Because your end. Is glorious. And this cobra body. That you sit here with. That is suffering pain. And sickness will be redeemed. Hallelujah. And cancer will be a turn of the past. Arthritis or whatever they call it. Heart attacks, strokes, amnesia, COVID or whatever. This mortal body will be immune to any of these things. And it will obtain immortality. That is your end. So just keep it up. Don't let your pain move you out of the faith. Trust the Lord. Ultimately, all of these things will be over. And you will be restored to a life that will never know sickness or disease or infirmity or whatever any longer keep on keeping on don't give up on the lord amen my end will be that i will no longer live in a hostile environment with gun violence, with robbery, with pollutions, with pandemics, with wars and floods and famine and corruption and injustices. The apostle Paul said, All of creation is waiting for that day when the believers, when the believers in Christ shall be glorified. Because at that time creation itself will be redeemed from its corruption. We will be put in a new environment where children will play with rear bears and not teddy bears. Yes. That is the environment God is putting us in. That is going to be our end. And we will live in a purely righteous environment. And we will not be afraid of anything. Today we will live in fear. When our children go out, we are, our heart is in our hands we, what is going to happen to them. But ultimately, we will live in an environment without violence, without any of said things. That is your end. And that should encourage you to endure to the end. It doesn't matter what you are experiencing today. Let the Lord help you. Because you have eternal life. Hallelujah. Church, eternal life is not length of days. Eternal life is quality life. That is what it means. And that is what the Lord has given to us as Christians. And that is why we need to endure. Whatever we go through as Christians, we need to endure. Secondly, there is the need to endure. See, I wish that when I came to the Lord Jesus and died with him and buried with him and raised with him to a new life, I could have lived the new life so easily. But let him realize that it's not that easy. It's not that easy to live the resurrected life. No, it's not. So if you are struggling today to live the resurrected life, don't give up. Keep up the struggle. Keep up. Because God is still working in you. In transforming you day by day. Hallelujah. The fact is that the Christian life is not an easy path. The Christian life is not a life of convenience. This must also be told to the church. For the church, for, for every believer to decide the Christian life is not a life of Of convenience. If you want convenience. You might not be able to stand. The Christian life. No. It is a life of struggle. It is a life of suffering. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Suffered. And he calls us. To suffer with him. We cannot share the Lord's glory. If we cannot share. In his suffering. It is not there so this morning i've come to encourage you maybe you don't understand the faith like this but i've come to encourage you that being in christ will also demand that you are ready to suffer with him the lord did not hide the fact of suffering to his disciples he told them if anyone will follow me let him take up his cross daily and follow me the cross is a symbol of shame and of death so if 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 a believer is not ready to take up the cross maybe you have to decide again but my end will help me to endure the cross Jesus told his disciples. If they hated me. They will hate you. So you should not be surprised. That people hate you. Because you are Christian. Don't be surprised. Because your Lord was hated. Rather be happy. That you are hated. For the sake of Christ. It tells you. You are in sync with him. That is what it means. He told his disciples, in this world you will have troubles and suffering, but take courage, I have conquered the world. The Lord did not hide these things from his congregation. He told them the truth. And so suffering is part of the Christian faith. We will have troubles and we will suffer. Because we remain here. And here we are engaged in a constant battle. Whilst we remain here. We are engaged in a constant battle with the flesh. With Satan. And with the world. And that will cause us pain. It will cause us trouble. But don't give up. Because your flesh would desire to do drugs. All right? Your flesh would desire to watch pornography. Your flesh would desire to masturbate. Your flesh would desire to cheat on your spouse. Your flesh would desire for you to to respond to all his cravings. But you tell yourself, I will not give in. And you are fighting. And it's not going to be easy. But keep up the fight. Keep it up. Because the Lord is with you. And you are more than a conqueror. Amen. Satan is doing everything to let you give up on your faith. You attack your family. You attack your business, you attack your health, you attack your finances. He you make will you, you make you doubt the faithfulness of God. But you are engaged in a consistent battle with him. The Bible says we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in dark places. So, as a believer, you are engaged in a warfare, and that might cost you some pain, some affliction, some uneasiness. But keep it up and keep going because your end is worth your endurance. Hallelujah. The world is enticing you to go in the broad way. And be an enemy of God. Because those who are friends of the world. Are God's enemies. But the world is putting pressure on you. To support. Abortion right. To support LGBT agenda. To to engage in in all its desires of pride and lust. And everything. And you are under pressure. And they call you unprogressive. And they call you all sort of names. And because of that you want to leave the faith? No. Hold on. And keep going. Because your end requires that endurance. Don't give up. Never give up on your faith. Amen. Seriously, in struggling against sin. We must come to a point of shedding blood. That is what Hebrews, the author of Hebrews said in chapter 12, verse 4. We have not come to a point of shedding blood, but we should. And I have always said it, If your faith is not your life, you don't have faith. If you cannot die for your faith, you don't have faith at all. But you should be able to say that this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to die for. Then you are a believer. So don't let anybody scare you and trouble you with all their. Misbehaviors. As far, in fact, if your faith is not your life, you have no faith. This faith requires carrying your cross daily and dying every day. That is what this faith requires. And you should be ready to die. Amen. You see, There's something very interesting about this faith. Even whilst we are growing in the faith, the Lord is pruning us. That also comes with some pain. Very interesting. We are growing in the Lord, but he keeps pruning us. And pruning, we all know, comes with some pain. So, don't be scared about what you are going through. The Lord is at work. And he's building you up. Amen. You see, in the faith, we get refined. And nobody says that the refining fire is comfortable. No. But it is when you have gone through the refining that you come out bright. And you have to be ready to endure the fire. Amen. In the faith, we get discipline. The Bible says if we are not disciplined, we are bastards and we are not the sons of God. And so we do some wrong things and God will discipline us. And he says that discipline for a moment is not pleasant. It comes with some kind of pain and some kind of uneasiness. But keep going. Don't give up. Each of these processes is painful, yet we must endure because of the result, the glory yet to be revealed. Amen. The Apostle Paul said, for this we groan, we groan, we don't complain, we are not whining. But we 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 feel the pain, we feel it. We are hurting, and yet we want to keep up and keep going. See, it's like when you are running a marathon. I I was told that Heather is a marathon runner, so she can tell the story better. When you're running a marathon and you are almost at the last leg of your of your move that is where your body systems begin to tell you stop it's okay you are tired you are worried you can't move on stop but you see you have your eyes on the matter and so it doesn't matter what your body system is telling you you keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing even though you have the pain within you are hurting your knuckles are, are just not functioning and yet you want to finish the race keep up the fight keep up the race finish it because your end will be glorious hallelujah The interesting thing about all of this is that God knows that we will go through all these unpleasant experiences. And so He gave us His Holy Spirit to help us. That's the interesting side of the whole thing. So the Spirit will edge your endurance. He will urge you to endure. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit will urge you to endure. This is what Paul said. For I, it's easy. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So in your struggle, don't try to do it all by yourself. You have the support of the Holy Spirit. Lead on him and let him help you put to death the desires of this flesh. That is what God has provided for you. He's provided support in the Holy Spirit for this struggle. That is what God has done. Again, he says that we did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. No. But we are led by the spirit to do what God wants us to do. And so, sometimes you live in fear. Of maybe you haven't done something negative and haven't sinned and you feel like you are losing it. Don't let fear confuse you. But let the spirit continue to lead you. The interesting thing is that whilst you are struggling and going through all of this pain and hurt and confusion and you want to back out. The spirit is always giving you a witness and telling you keep up. You are a son of God. Keep up you are a child of god keep it up you are you belong to god keep it up and keep going hallelujah the holy spirit has been given us to help our endurance with his even witness witnessing to you that you are a child of god really i'm failing and you say i'm a child he says yes keep it up oh i did this and you say, I'm a child? You say, yes, you are. Keep it up. That is what God has done for us. So if you are here, and you are struggling, just, just, just take it easy. Let the Holy Spirit help you out. And you realize that you are, you are still in the plan of God, and God is working with you. Hallelujah. Finally, See what the Spirit would do? Sometimes we get so hurt, so troubled, and we don't know even what to do. And sometimes after we have sinned, we feel so shy even to go to God and pray. Right? But the Spirit of God is with you. Paul said, we don't know how to pray as we ought to because of our weakness. But the Spirit will help us. So when we are struggling and we don't know what to do, God has given us his Holy Spirit to help us keep us going. Because the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God and can pray the will of God into our lives. And we need him. And so God put the Holy Spirit in our lives to encourage us to move on in our Christian walk so that we will not give up. So when it comes to the point where you want to give up, the Spirit is witnessing to you. You are a child. Keep it up. When you don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit is right with you and helping you to pray through your challenging moment so that You can finish the race. This is what God is doing in our lives. So because of this glorious end, you should be willing and ready to endure. Endure every struggle, every suffering that you are going through as a Christian. Don't give up. Don't back out. People are leaving the church because they have not looked at the end. I pray that they will come back. God, that will be, that will be more regretful on the last day. May the Lord help us and keep us to keep on the fight and take up the race. Hold fast to the faith. Endure whatever you are going through because your end is glorious. Amen. Shall we be on our feet? I'll humbly ask you to be on your feet. Every one of us go through this struggle. I know. I go through it. And you go through it. But day by day, God is working in us and shaping us. But the transformation process is not easy. It comes with some pain, comes with some hurt, it comes with some suffering. And so don't be surprised at all that you are going through the experience you are going through. All of us go through. The Apostle John said, if we say we have no sin, the truth is not in us. But if we confess it, it's righteous and just to forgive us. So we all struggle. So don't be surprised at your experience. But be happy that the Lord is with you. His spirit is with you. And to guide you through. Until you finish the race. That should be your joy. And that should help you to continue the fight. The Lord will be your help. I want you to bother your heart with me. If for some reason you are considering living the faith, I think God is speaking to you. What is it that is pushing you out? Is it your flesh? Is it the world? Is it Satan? What is it? That is making you confused. About this faith. Is somebody lying to you? Is somebody telling you something else? Maybe you thought that. As a Christian, everything should be saved you on a silver platter. But the truth is that, that is not the case. We will go through suffering. We will struggle. This morning, my prayer for you is that God will strengthen you. And the Spirit will encourage you to keep up in your faith and don't give up. All around us may turn against our Christ, but we will stand with him. All around us may rise up against us, but that will not turn us away from him. I pray that God will strengthen you and encourage you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Maybe you are here, you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because he is the one who gives eternal life. And he is the one who glorifies us. And he will glorify you. He will make you look like him in every way. And deliver you from all of these struggles. Give your life to Jesus. You are saying, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Let me see your hand. See your hand you want to give your life to Jesus thank you Jesus maybe you are going through these struggles that I'm mentioning I want to pray with you because we all go through it thank you Jesus our father we thank you for today we thank you God that when many are turning away from you you are keeping us in when many churches are shutting down you keep Morrisville Assemblies of God Open When pastors are resigning And leaving The faith You have Given pastors to your your Servants It is not that We are not going through the struggles and the sufferings that God even Father identified with Christianity. But it is because you are pointing us to the end. And so I pray for your children that you put your strength upon them. Put your hands over, upon their shoulders and encourage them May your Holy Spirit continue to lead and witness to them. Let them obtain the witness that they are sons and daughters of God. Even though we sometimes falter and sometimes sin. May none of these, God, even Father, mistakes confuse your children and turn them away from the faith. Rather, help them to keep up, keeping up in the race. May your spirit give us the strength to endure to the end. Doesn't matter what we suffer, because when we suffer with Him, we also share in His glory. Grant us this grace. Grant us this strength. Grant us this enablement. Grant us this power. Pray in the name of Jesus. And thank you. Thank you. For your enabling power. To continue. In Jesus name. Amen. God, would you bless you?
0: And quickly, our ushers would come and receive an offering for Oasis International. You use push pay, you can just use the special speaker tab. It's fine. And as they begin to take up the offering, I want to address you for just a few seconds, and then we'll let you go. Father, we love you and thank you. Lord, bless this gift as well as the giver. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. While they're taking the offering, I want to address just a couple things, and then we'll go. My friend and brother Christian Asando brought us a word of encouragement today, but I don't know if you understand. He also brought us a prophetic word today, in case you missed it. You've heard a prophetic word today. At the close of his message, the Spirit of God began to deal with my heart and and he wants me to cause you to understand something, that the only place in the world today or ever In time from the beginning from the time of Christ till now the only place in the world ever that it's been easy to be a believer Has been in the United States of America. That's the only place ever that it's ever been easy to be a believer And while you heard of a word of an encouragement today that 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 the if you endure that the end is worth it I need you to understand what he's telling us that you we are entering a time of endurance It was a prophetic word. We're in a time of endurance, and you're just beginning to see the the beginning of that. We're the only society ever that has been easy, and we're coming to a time where the easiness will drift out, and the endurance will take over, but it will be worth it. Church, that's not a scary thing. It's a promise of God. We're appointed to this time. We embrace this time. But it's a, it was a prophetic t- message you heard this morning when he said, if your life is not the faith. Did you hear that? We'll make, we're, we're not only gonna make it, we're gonna make it victoriously. And it's going to be worth it. Thank you, my friend for bringing the Word of God this morning.